0: Welcome back to Trulish episode 4. This is your host, Joey Montano. Today, I again don't really know what I'm going to talk about. I wrote a few things down and Uh, Like I said, I'm just going to keep spitballing this, make this more of a a stream-of-consciousness type podcast with some subjects in mind, of course. So I actually ended up uploading a few of my previous episodes on YouTube. And believe it or not, a couple of you have actually listened to it. Uh, It's not many. It's about five or six, which is surprising because I actually have a comment and a like. And yeah, it sounds like pretty, you know, rudimentary or elementary, but when you uh, stop to think about it, you know, back when we were in our first grade or kindergarten, uh, you know, those years in elementary school, you know, we used to be so excited about, you know, show and tell, showing off to our friends about like what we're doing or what clothes we're wearing. And it seems kind of weird now that as an adult, it's a lot. I mean to me it feels like it's it's a, that doesn't happen as much. I feel like people were more scared to do that. Or maybe that's just something that I've been experiencing myself and I'm just more paranoid. Uh who knows? I mean I'm probably I'm probably on the wrong end of this one, but um but yeah. Uh but yeah, going back to the initial thing that I was talking about with the uh podcast uh previous episodes is that even though some people are listening, you know, it's pretty cool to see that there's an interest, uh, you know, it might only be a couple of people, but uh, I, you know, I just think that out of the whole scheme of say a population or even just the world, I made that sound so small, but you know, just take the population of the world, the more people who connect to the internet and the more people are aware of other people's interest, the more people are connected in general. start to realize hey your idea or what you want to fix in the world is actually a lot easier to attain or there are more people that are actually interested than you could have imagined and even 10 years ago back in like 2009 i didn't even have an iphone and it seems like it's doesn't seem like it's forever ago but like yeah 2009 i didn't have an iphone i barely even graduated college i just moved to vegas back then and uh yeah, I was just like a dirty basement kid. I had no idea what was going on in the world, and only like my rich poker buddies had like iPhones, like the iPhone three or something like that, and that was like a big deal. Uh, because I think I had like three G technology, and it was like, yeah, it was just like the balls me key back then. Yeah, now you know, now I'm holding a ten phone XR and looking straight down at my WWE Champions 2019 game. Ugh. All right enough of these rants. I know I tend to be long-winded, and hopefully this is a adequate start to the type of podcast I'm going to be having today. Uh, you know, I just wrote several things down, and I'm just going to sift through them. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter. But one of the things that I thought was pretty cool when I was kind of editing my last podcast, if you noticed or if you listened, I added some lo-fi music. I tried to credit all that stuff in uh, YouTube, and I have to figure all that stuff out to get that up and running in like uh, the podcast hosting universe. So if you're a YouTube user or you're a YouTube subscriber, you know, congrats of being the first to listen to these po- episodes before it's all uh, quote unquote officially launched. Um, So, yeah. Um, but going back and editing, you know, I realize like editing takes a long time. Like, It takes a long time for me to, like, figure out what was the right editing tool I tested. I mean, I tried testing, like, the initial Windows, whatever, um, Windows Default Movie Maker, and it was terrible. I couldn't even, like, put together, like, the audio and video clips to combine them on, like, YouTube. So that was frustrating. Then I decided to download something called, see if I can find it, Shotcut. It's something free, and uh, I was able to download a free version of it, and I was able to combine like four or five audio bits pieces, which is pretty fine. Um, and combining that with like the video and some fade-ins and fade-outs, uh, you know, it wasn't too terrible. And if you look at like the video itself, that's probably my last video and probably this video. Um, no, actually, last video, I should say, I'm, I'm going to try to use a different editing software for this one. But um, my last video... It almost kind of looked like it was like a basic CD cover, but, uh, you know, every, I'm trying to make every episode at least better in regards of production value or in like sound quality or video quality, or just in overall interest. And, you know, I can't predict every show is going to be better, better in regards to like content, but, uh, I want to keep writing or keep, you know, having, these types of podcasts where I'm just spitting more off the cuff and not just spending half my time looking at like random internet articles, trying to figure out something to say. I'd rather just look at internet articles and say things in real time, um, that I have a genuine interest versus faking interest. But, um, yeah, I I guess it's, it's pretty tough to try to do this for a while, you know, especially if no one's around. Um, but yeah, editing. That's like one lesson I've learned. It takes a long time and even just learning that software took a little bit and I really don't want to go and edit again. I'm going to be trying the uh, Sony Vegas. I, I looked at a couple uh, of tutorials on how to set up kind of like a nice audio version of it. Um, so I'm hoping around, like I said, episode eight is where I'm trying to reach my gold standard or at least a standard, I should say. Uh, yeah. So let's just say episode eight is like going to be my standard, my, my standard standards, the low standard of a, of a jewelish. So, um, you know, that I'm hopefully going to have like better visuals, at least better sounds. Uh, you know, I, I have a plan to at least, uh, I'm going to start incorporating throughout the podcast and you'll start noticing this. Uh, I'm going to start adding either, uh, rain or a little bit of calming music or, could be some jazz or like lo-fi i'm gonna test both but at least me personally uh i definitely love the rain sound especially like i'm listening to it right now as i'm talking and uh, i don't have it on my audacity i don't know how to add multiple sounds yet it probably is like a two-minute fix but uh i'll figure that out after the podcast but once i add like rain sounds or yeah, I want to add, like, different types of rain sounds and talk about, like, you know, where the rain, like, the you know, the location of the rain, what's it, what, what, like, the white noise is coming from, the scenes, like, the scents, I don't know. Have some kind of, like, fancy narration. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so, like I said, probably throughout the podcast, I'm just going to start sprinkling more background music, rain, and I want to keep the rain going overall. Um, throughout the rest of the podcast because I, cause I figure uh, I think even if I were a regular person that could sleep easily and knowing you guys having trouble sleeping too, you're probably thinking like, oh yeah, like it takes me 20, 30, 40, 60, 90 minutes to go to sleep and I've been there fairly frequently. And you know, some of the days you don't realize you actually go to sleep within like 10 minutes and it happens so infrequently, but you you, like, you don't remember it, but you always remember the, the times that you sleep late. And that point being is you know, around, I can't imagine any of us sleeping around the 15 minute mark of this podcast, which is fine, I guess, you know, you get to hear this cold open monologue or whatever this is. And, you know, I would say, like I said, I'm assuming around the 15 minute mark is when I would imagine most people would at least make a half effort to uh, try to sleep. And besides, I, I do tend to be longer witted and tend to drift off more as I talk and the more I talk anyway. So I think that makes the most sense throughout the podcast of of me just having my stream of consciousness just keep floating off into space. And so, so do your thoughts. And uh, you know that was also one of the realizations I've had too, when I was just going back and testing like the audio and listening to my stuff on the podcast is, is that some things that come natural that you 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 feel like it makes the most sense to implement or add like as you're going about and doing it. Uh, like I said, uh, for me it's for me it's I don't know trying to keep the more like positivity and like consistent flow vibe uh, versus like the forced boredom vibe. I don't I don't know. It's hard to explain. Uh, you know, I just hate being burnt out on things. And when I try to put myself into a project and commit to it, I I really try to go 100% all out. And yeah, OK, so enough rambling. I'm going to have a hard stop right here. All right, so there you go. I decided to add some pizzazz to the podcast to change it up, and I'm still gonna stay on my previous subject because it's my podcast, and I'm gonna do what I want. But um, but one of the things that I was doing while I was like creating my Twitter account, and I finally got like a freaking uh, podcast cover. But I was on Twitter just looking up like like what people are talking about in regards to like sleeping and insomnia and looking at the feed and some of the top results or even just the results I was seeing, uh, people were just talking about like overthinking depression, anxiety, like insomnia and how p- positivity is often like the, a key source into having better sleep, uh, like having positive people in your life. So, uh, you know, they got me just thinking more about this podcast and, you know, I, I you know, the idea itself is more novel. And like I said, I mentioned it in my very first podcast is that I do know there are other podcasts that exist and there aren't many. And I am only just hoping just to have a podcast to where it's more of a peaceful experience overall. You guys get to enjoy like my my thoughts and what I'm thinking. And, you know, this is just one part of a lot of things I have planned I want to do in the future. And I just feel like, you know, like I said, my voice in general, is not very, it doesn't have like a super like resounding uh, commanding, you know, resonance to it, you know, it's not a unique voice. It's just a soothing voice that often blends into the background. So for me, it's just turning a weakness in, into a strength or at least in my head, that's the case. So um, and and then from there, just, you know, hopefully I can create additional stuff, additional projects down the road. And I would like to show, you know, share with you guys like all that stuff um, throughout this podcast too. So like I said, you guys get to hear a little bit about myself, kind of get inside my head. Uh, You know, it, uh, yeah, kind of help me, I guess, verbally think out loud the, the projects that I have in mind, I guess. Anyways, moving on to a different subject, I actually was thinking about like relaxation today, sleeping overall. Uh, I don't want to rub it in your face, but I actually did have a good night's sleep uh, earlier this morning or last night, and I thought it'd be a good idea for me to share what I've done, at least more recently, to help improve my sleep. And uh, for me, what I do, or what I love doing especially, either at night or in the morning, and it's up to you, uh, depending on how your body uh, reacts, is to take a very lengthy shower and When I get up in the morning, I try to get up a little bit early uh, around like 630 in the morning, so I'm not taking up my wife's time and I hop in the shower and just, you know, blast that baby pretty much nuts, not scalding out, but, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty steamy pretty fast. And, uh, you know, I stop in the shower and just sit down and luckily it's like a bathtub and not like uh, it's, it's a bathtub shower and not like a standalone shower and for me that's pretty cool because i used to have a shower shower and believe me that was pretty uh it was pretty annoying because i I kind of love sitting sitting down in a shower in general uh it's it's just really relaxing uh you know you can almost just fall asleep in it and i just step in the shower it's pretty warm and i just sit sit down and just kind of visual visualize the day almost like a uh, meditation sit down kind of think about the things i need to do today Some of my thoughts are generally, you know, what is the first thing I need to do this morning? Like, what are the chores I need to do? Do I need to do the dishes? What are the dishes that need to be done? And, you know, I try not to overwhelm myself with just listing the amount of things I need to do. Um, But this exercise for me, just thinking about, okay, you know, I can do the dishes. I can, you know, quickly fold some clothes or I can quick get a couple of emails out or get my breakfast Ready, and it'll take me like 20 minutes. Just visualizing that process uh, for me actually helps me take on the day, and it lowers my stress. And I find that for me, like the stress levels, about anxiety and everything else, is kind of just in life, because life is like you know life ain't easy. Uh, that's just my opinion, but I'm pretty sure I'm, almost the world population can agree with that that opinion. But but at least in my opinion. You know, just having a few, you know, fewer things to be stressed out about before you go to sleep is something that helps me sleep a lot easier. And, you know, this podcast, I think, has helped a little bit in just, you know, me just collecting my thoughts and just spitting it out there. And it beats, you know, just laying down all night and just keeping those thoughts to yourself, it's kind of thinking about what if, you know, what if today your interaction with your boss or your coworker, you might've said something wrong or they took it the wrong way. You might, you may or may not uh, have meant it that way. And it could just all be in your head, but is it, is it not? And there might be the only way for you to find out is to ask a friend. uh, Are you just considering to ask a friend because you're too nervous to ask that person yourself? You know, you start overthinking these things quite quite often, or at least I tend to do that uh, before I go to sleep. And you know, those thoughts just keep running over and over and, you know, and if you're having those thoughts, you know, like I said, just could maybe just try listening to this and let me have those thoughts for you. And, you know, th- yeah, I, I, I spoke with a few other people kind of about the idea of the podcast, um, even kind of before I knew about the space even existing and people were semi surprised uh, that, you know, it's something that could interest them and in just having like a background voice. And for me, Personally, just not even sleeping aside, but when I'm out and about or if I'm doing chores in the house or if I'm working, you know, I occasionally don't mind just either connecting on uh, Slack or Skype on like a group chat. And I'm, you know, I don't play games or any of that matter. I mean, I do on my free time, but you know, I just like to have the background noise of people just either chatting, things going on, because it feels like I'm more of in a, uh, I guess, working environment so to speak, or a social environment. And uh, I guess rambling off into like a different tangent for like remote workers. And for me, I am I am a remote worker. I, I do a lot of uh, consulting and marketing work, uh, you know, just for clients uh, across the United States. And, you know, most of my work is usually just done via the internet or everything can just be done. Yeah, literally through the internet, just through, Coding or updating files or you know, content, you know, there, there are systems to get everything up, up and running without the need to be there face to face. And you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool at times. And uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just gonna lie and say like it's always gonna be awesome all the time working remotely. You know, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, screw it. I'll just go through the list of like pros and cons right now. So. Uh, Let's just start this list so number one pros working remotely one you really don't have anyone down your throat to tell you what to do all the time so you're not being micromanaged that's super awesome like for me growing up and me just working in general like i've worked being micromanaged i've worked not being micromanaged and just kind of being able to do my own thing and and if you're the kind of person that likes to take charge and just wants to kind of test your own things and see what works for you and just you know you want to try new things and just do whatever and hopefully try to make a difference then you know being micromanaged is not the way to go and you know you know, you should seek out more careers or jobs or you know find a role that you can maybe even create for yourself that lets you do that but if you're someone that would rather just you know you're more know this focus on getting the job done and being like a high-productive worker and just doing a good job to the you know perfecting your craft uh, then I had a point that I lost for us going (laughs) oh yeah I remember now the point I was trying to make was being micromanaged is mainly for people who really just either want to make sure they're perfecting their craft in a way to where they know it's correct and they want to follow best practices uh, and yeah, and they're, people are generally looking for that approval. Those are the types of people that would like to be micromanaged. Uh, it's just in my experience, depending on the role and type, uh, at least in the industries that I've worked in, more people prefer to not be micromanaged. And that's where, I guess, more of the, mo- more of the remote worker, uh, I guess, mentality still comes comes from, too, is like, hey, like we're all adults here. We don't need to be you know, watch 24-7, like, we're all paid to do a job, and our job is to do X, Y, Z, or, you know, in my case, is to get results, or results to an extent. Um, if you're, I guess, an employee, you know, you have a responsibility. So, you know, if you're getting paid to fulfill that responsibility, then, in theory, the amount of hours you're there doesn't make much sense. So, um, that's kind of where the remote worker flexibility comes in. In my case, I'm very fortunate to be a remote contract worker. So, while well, it sucks for me to not be employed, um, again, this is I should still be on the positive sides of the pros here. Um, you know, people only end up paying you know contractors, uh, you know, X amount per hour, and you have to pay your own taxes. But uh, you know, you work you, you work fewer hours, but you have the flexibility to work your hours more or less, and you get to. Work with clients, and you get to work with them. and And if you're able to be, speak on terms with a business owner, or you're able to present yourself the right the right way, uh, the optics are often in your favor of actually being an equal to, say, a business owner or someone that's a decision maker at a company. Um, at least for me, you know, as a as a marketer. So, okay, enough about career talk. I, I kind of started going off into twenty different tangents again. Man, I would make a great YouTube video essayist if I could just write things the way they're supposed to and not ramble on and then just talk as if I'm talking now and have some editor do all the fancy stuff. That would be great. That is a million dollar idea. Back to the initial point. Pro number two. Number two, obviously you're not traveling. Number three, you're not spending money on gas, unnecessary trips. No. Even eating out at lunch every day, you're not doing that. Uh, was it number four? Honestly, depending on who you are, if you're an introvert or extrovert, you know you're not going to deal with the same old like office space type co-working environment or uh, co-working like working, working environment like in an actual office. Uh, luckily for me, I haven't been in any of those situations where I worked in a terrible office um, with terrible employees. I've actually worked with pretty good employees most of the time in my experiences, so I've been fortunate. Uh, maybe it's just everyone just became so woke after the movie Office Space that they've changed their uh, mindsets, I don't know. But never really experienced any Office Space moments in, in the companies I worked for. Uh, what's uh, What else is another pro, I guess? Another pro is if you're a remote worker, especially if you're a self or a contractor, you're technically self-employed, and I am self-employed, that's, that's the point. Uh, actually, I wouldn't even say technically I am actually. So, or you would be actually uh, self-employed. So, what's cool is that uh, if you meet with a client and you have a, if you have a meal, cool, you get to write it off, and that's something you can t- you know the meal is paid off for in your taxes, and you pay a little bit less, uh, you know, the cost of doing business. So you get a couple of those perks, um, but for the negatives, time to hop to that negative list, uh, especially if you're uh, remote. Freelancer or self-employed worker is that you pay a lot in taxes, and as a matter of fact, at the date, time, and date of this recording, I have about seven days left to actually pay mine, and uh, usually it's about a couple grand every quarter, so yeah, it's kind of annoying. But it, you know, it's it's different from being a you know regular salaried employee or an hourly employee where your taxes are taken away ahead of time. Like it's just annoying to hand over you know, a grand or $1,200 or a little bit more or less, depending each three months, you have to say goodbye to that money in your account. You know, I kind of wish I never saw it to begin with, but you know, it is what it is. So, uh, the, you know, that's just one big drawback to me. You know, it's more of a psychological drawback than an actual financial drawback. Cause you know, I, I plan for it, but uh, you know, con number two is that there is a so you know you're missing out on a social aspect of working if you work remotely. And I do enjoy you know working with like people with video chat and audio chat and trying to get more like one-on-one meetings if they're like stand-ups. It's, for me, it's really good to have that type of communication. But when you go you know no, no non-text communication, I would say like for an extended amount of time, For me, I start feeling like I'm in my own island and I need someone or something to socialize or, you know, to socialize with someone with. And, you know, I've tested a a few things too, especially in my hometown. know, it's where I'm at. And I've tested a few co-working spaces and most of the co-working spaces around are more so just office buildings that happen to have a conference room that they quote-unquote call a co-working space and it's nowhere near... Remotely close to what you would imagine a WeWork office would be, or uh, maybe even a Regency or Regency office. So, uh, you know, the co working space was pretty, I don't want to say sad, but it wasn't up to like the expectations that I was seeing prior. So, um, I actually got to thinking a little bit, and this is something I am going to be writing to uh, fairly soon on Medium. So, fingers crossed, you know, uh, maybe I'll get some traction there. Uh, you know, get some traction. Maybe people can listen to this podcast. Woo! No, no. Right, I'll calm down. I know it's, we're kind of getting near the 30 minute mark and I should slow my roll. But, but, uh, yeah, I do have a medium article that talks more about the effectiveness in using a co working space versus going to a local pub. Uh, I should say a local empty pub, uh, more wow. or less, because I've tested that for the last few weeks and I wanted to get it, wanted to get about, 30 days worth of data in and to reflect more or less my daily usage and on how frequent I would actually use a co working space or why would I need it. Uh, so I think that would be pretty relatable to like the amount of either self employed or, you know, the, I guess the gig, gig economy people that are trying to find a happy medium that's, you know, not a coffee house that people don't want to get caffeinated or it's not a co working space for you might run into every Tom, Dick, and Harry. And I have my own different reservations on co-working spaces. Some of them are really good and some of them are done really well. While others, i just tend to, you know, I've been there and they, they just don't fit like, I don't know, it's either like too in your face or it's just uh, it's just not, uh, I guess the proximities around it, like don't make sense. Like the the optimization of it is terrible, like the spacing. So. So, um, you know, but, you know, if you go to a bar, depending on the bar, uh, some bars are, you know, depending on the area, have a really good lighting, you know, bring in fresh lights. Uh, you know, the beers can vary between like 2 to $5 plus, depending on where you're at. Uh, you know, you, you, if you go to a, a pub twice a week, for example, just to have a beer, you know, write an article or two, or get something off the ground, then. You probably only looking around like a hundred dollars a month, maybe. Uh, I have the numbers worked out, but like I said I'm, I'm just spitballing it right now. So, you know, you get about a hundred dollars a month at a pub. Um, well, you get to work and you get to use their Wi-Fi, and you might get some free snacks too. Uh, compare that to a co-working space, where unless you happen to find one that's less than a hundred dollars, most of them do run between like one hundred and fifty plus for like an open area, and the co-working you know, spaces for 150. You're still in a room with other people that are working, but they're gonna. They might be from a different company, or they might be, you know, another different self-employed guy from uh, doing a solo thing, and and I, I get the whole need, not the need, but like the whole desire for collaboration and uh, for co-working, like people work together and you know find connections, and there is there is real value there. Um, But I think that's also a little bit short-sighted compared to all the other potential possibilities, despite it being not traditional. But for me, like, it's a lot easier to go to a bar and just chat with someone about kind of like what they do and have a natural conversation if you wanted to do that. You know, and some people don't prefer to have those conversations while they're at the bar, and that's fine. But in my experience, most people at bars talk about what they're doing at work, gossiping at work, you know, bitching about where, you know, I shouldn't cuss this late, but, uh, you know, complaining about, you know, the, uh, that's what my wife would say, the, uh, the chisme. Uh, you know, all about that chisme. That's what she's, that's what she says, so, you know, and that, I'm pretty sure that's the same stuff we're probably thinking about right now as we're heading to bed, trying to sleep. But, you know, I'm gonna see if I can change up this rain a bit, you know, I've been loving this rain, it feels so subtle. It's like a subtle rain that's not too loud and it's not, like, banging on, like, a lot of metal. Um, but I feel like different strokes for different folks. Like, this is, like, a more natural rain, I guess. Like, a, like just rain, grass, and trees, and that's it. So, we'll see if I can change up the, the rain a little bit to be at a thunderstorm um, for the rest of the podcast. I think that would be pretty it was pretty good. Let me know what you guys think that's a little bit too much, or a little bit too little. So, when I initially loaded my last video, episode 3 of Jewelish, on uh, YouTube, I really wasn't expecting anyone to even watch it or say anything. And I did get a comment, I believe yesterday or Sunday morning, about three days after I posted the video, so it was June 9th. And, uh, for those wondering, this is June 10th that I'm posting this, in i don't see if I get a schedule down the road, but, uh, you know, I had zero views, and then I looked and I had a letter email that said there was a comment, and happened to be, like, the only person that viewed the video, my latest podcast episode at the time. And he said this, and I'd like to give a shout out to this guy. Let's um, see, A-O-U-I. So that's A-U-E? A-O-U-I. A-U-E? A-U-E? I don't think I'm even close. English is my first language. This is pathetic, but AUI, AUI, AUI. You know what? I even stopped the podcast and Googled it and I couldn't find it. But yes, again, thank you, uh, AY. I think that's Aui Aoi. Okay, I'm not going to do this. Thank you, A-U-I, for the uh, comments. Uh, thank you for these. The, they really help me relax and sleep when sleeping is the hardest thing to do right now. Hope you post more. Yeah, honestly, I'm glad I helped. Uh, Like I said, I don't know how many people will actually end up listening to these. It's just something that I've been wanting to do and trying to make better of. And uh, I have some pretty cool things planned in the future, especially for the YouTube videos uh, that I want to do, like incorporate in the future. Uh, So, uh, you know, make it both a pleasant visual and audio experience. And I I don't think many other, uh, I I don't want to say other podcasts, but other like audio focused shows do that. And I think, I don't know, I think that's a a big no-no. Not a big no-no, but a big gap in the market. Again, you know, that's the business marketing speak that I'm going through. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate, you know, I still appreciate love it. Uh, You know, I don't know if I'm going to be saying every single comment that comes by. Uh, Maybe I will, Uh, you know, until there's like hundreds of them. Uh, You know, I I just shouldn't say as if it's going to happen, but... Uh, you know it's always nice to to dream, and you know speaking of dreaming, hopefully you are dreaming. <laughs> All right, I tell myself not to, to get you guys thinking about that, so uh, I'm gonna get you guys thinking about something else, which is uh, I'm drinking a a mint stout uh, beer. So yeah, that's uh, that's something that can make you sleepy. Just kind of think about beer and how it makes you tired, and how much you probably drank too much the weekend prior. Uh, I had a nice barbecue this weekend, which was pretty fun. Got to meet some old friends. I had potential new friends, old friends of the like. And they're always good people, good times. And I actually do plan on bringing one of the people on the show. Either this show or a different type of podcast. I don't know yet, but uh, she is an author. And she's recently written a book called Master of Reality. And she goes by the name of Jill Noel. So... If you guys happen to be just avid thinkers, or just people who just like to read, or just think a little bit too much, or just have kind of trouble kind of figuring yourself out, I, I recommend that book. Uh, I I'll only get to recommend the first like half book because I've only read half so far, and I don't like being the guy just that just blindly recommends things. But at least read like the first half. It's pretty cool how uh, she speaks in like a first person first person perspective where you're reading, and it's more of an I am type book so you kind of feel uh, motivated while you read and it's a uh, I don't know it's very powerful just uh, just in my experience and uh, you know, I can only speak for that um, you know, I, it's kind of foolish for me to speak on your behalf um, You know, and if you happen to ever see me endorse something uh, I'm either going to let you know it's either going to be endorsed and they're paying me or it's endorsed and I love it uh, and yeah that should be a good tell on, uh, on whether or not I believe in a product if I get paid to do it Uh, I am not going to be someone who, well, I don't want to be like 100%, like, completely, like, to be like, you know, I'm never going to sell out, like, that's not the point, like, I wish I could talk forever and get, not to worry about bills and, you know, paying mortgages and paying for, like, yard stuff and, you know, having a vacation once in a while, like, it'd be nice to do that for free, but that's not how the world works, so, you know be cool if I can keep doing this. Uh, That's why I'm trying to work my butt off and then doing this on the side and then trying to create more content on the side. Hopefully one day, you know, I can support myself doing this to where I can uh, venture off and do just all side stuff. Maybe maybe that's what I'll do for a living is just literally be like a jack. Like jack of all trades, master of none. But to be honest, like I don't want to say I'm like I'm not a master at everything, but like I am pretty good, like very scary good at a few things too. Uh, especially, you know, give me bowling and ping pong and darts. Oh, I love spectator sports. Oh, and the marketing thing I'm pretty good at too, but... Alright, time to switch into, like, a big subject or something that I kind of want to ramble on for, like, 20 minutes about. Just things that I find particularly interesting based off of my life's choices that you get to listen to while you go to sleep. So stop thinking about yourself and just think about this particular subject in mind, which happens to be... You don't see me doing this. Just close your eyes and imagine nothing and go to sleep. But just pretend to imagine. Pretend to imagine you imagining me just pointing my finger at a random spot on a wheel. and Say I'm going to talk about... Boom. Look, YouTube homepage selection discussion. Yay! Look! We're going to talk about YouTube stuff. Again. And just FYI, I just made up that little spin the wheel thing. I just was going to talk about this anyway, but I wanted to create some drama for your mama. Oh man, that's not a terrible. I'm not going to. I'm not going to unedit that. I'm keeping that in. So, yeah, I'm just going to go over like YouTube. Some of you are already on YouTube, but whenever you go on YouTube and you're logged in, I have like. What six, twelve, eighteen different things that pop up on my screen, and if I scroll down, you know, it's it's like a Netflix selection. You get to scroll and see what's going on, and YouTube will more or less tell you kind of what types of things you're in the mood for, or what you wanna, or what do you wanna watch, or what they recommend. And uh, YouTube personalized it for me, and they always personalize it based off of your browsing habits. They personalize my homepage to show. Well, what I'm talking about right now. So the first thing that tells me is a list of YouTube mixes, just an endless playlist that's personalized for me. Your host. Uh, the first thing that pops up is number one is Dennis Lloyd, uh, "Never Go Back," which I've been loving that song. I've been playing that all day, even before I uh, started this podcast when I was working. Just that's been my uh, my grind jam. So just work, listen to that. Awesome, awesome music video. I'm actually probably going to write something about that, too. Uh, if I try talking about it right now, it probably will end up in, like, a 30-minute ramble, and I don't want to go that direction. So, number two, on, uh, apparently on this order, is K-slash-D-A, Popstars, which, I, again, another song that I've been jamming out to the last couple months, and it seems kind of different for those who have never even heard this band or the song. And even if you watch the video, you might actually raise an eyebrow, and it's more of a CGI-based, but uh, it's actually really done well through like the Riot team from the game League of Legends, and uh, just great content play. There's a lot of stuff going on there. I I appreciate that song for probably a thousand more reasons why most other people do, and you guessed it, I'm probably going to talk about that too eventually. Not on here. It's way too interesting for this. Well, maybe not. I do think some of the articles that I end up writing that end up being a little bit too dry will end up being here, is something I read down the road. So again, uh, you gotta have that creative thinking, you gotta flip the script. You know, if if it's stuff that people aren't interested in, then market it towards people that aren't interested in being interested. I think that makes sense. Um, Number three. uh, for my YouTube mix is something called My Mix, so I guess YouTube just takes everything that I listen to and just th- throws it in this mix, so I'm not going to go into that in the detail. Uh, the fourth thing on this is mix-pop music, so it's categorized based off of pop songs, which is kind of weird because the number one uh, song on this is, I think it's called um, I think it's Doing Me or What I Be. Um, and it's from uh yeah from Mike's I should say, uh, it's actually one of my all these are my favorite songs that's why it's, it's playing it but it's a pretty good song that I've been listening to for a little bit like longer for like seven eight months now, uh you know it's obviously not as fresh as the other songs but uh, I don't know why it's under pop music it feels like it's more of like hip hop or rap type of like a fusion of that and some other stuff but. Uh, next on my list is a pretty cool mix. I don't think it's um, it's from uh, Post Malone and Tiësto. Called uh, I think it's called Jackie Chan. I don't think I've heard it on the radio too much around here where I'm at, but I think it's got a lot of plays on YouTube and Spotify. Uh, it's you know a pretty pretty fun song. You know, and, uh, these days I'm open to listen to anything, and I, you know I love you know, like the older stuff, especially like I'm at a bar, give me like Journey and Queen any day. But it's I don't know, I just use this music based off of, like, mood and kind of, like, what I want to feel or where I want to end up feeling, I guess. Uh, or just to simplify, like, the emotions that I'm feeling at the moment. Um, and then, the other song that I have that's a mix, too, that YouTube is suggesting is Imagine Dragons' uh, Monster. Which, you know, it's a good song on its own, and it's gonna good, uh, good work out, pump, pump, you know, music. Uh, highly recommend that and uh, my mix usually for that one includes like a lot of those like pump up like overcome all that stuff and uh, you know it sounds corny but like man it's it's tough. Like I'm just a reg- I'm just a regular guy and I'm just trying to you know, be an adult and try to make smart decisions but you know like Those can get you at times and you know your results might not the play to the effort you put in, and sometimes your self-esteem might be you know, be brought down, and and it's kind of tough to work yourself out of it. But you know, it's there're going to be cases where you might not have someone that's going to be next to you, and you might not have someone that's going to have your back. And uh, despite you, you know, really wanting it or needing it, like we all have to, most of us should at least develop some sort of way to build ourselves up. Uh, you know, I'm not saying we're going to go from, like, rock bottom to becoming Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That doesn't make any sense. But I think building ways for us to, you know, build ourselves up internally can kind of inspire and help motivate us personally to kind of uh, build our circle of influence around us to help build a support system. But I think that all begins with us kind of expecting, expecting the world a little bit to give it to us. Right off the bat, um, I feel feel it's more cynical for me to say you know that, you know to not to not expect that, and I feel like it's a little bit that that is, is cynical, but I feel like it's a little bit true in that in that respect. But, um, but you know, eventually, as we head out to the real world, and and you know, we're dealing with real issues that affect us day to day, and some of you who are still awake right now are probably are well aware of that. You know, we all know that this extra sleep that you could be getting or maybe in a good case, you're kind of just using this before you go to sleep and then you drows off, but if you really are dealing with, you know, the insomnia in this podcast isn't helping, and, or, you know, it's helping, but, it's, you know, you're still not recovering from it, or any, you know, any of that, like, it, it does, you know, it does affect you, um, long term, you know, it's something that, it's, it's a quality of life thing, and I just don't want any of us listeners or whoever to have terrible quality of life, and you know, I always just keep telling myself if I just keep talking, if I just keep podcasting, and I just keep going on, um, just seeing what I'm doing, like explaining explaining to you guys what I'm doing in real time, it, it will hopefully like simulate kind of like how they generally think in real time as well, um, but i uh, just going down my list again, I always keep going on off tangents, but it's my podcast, so you, know, you guys are not kidding at this point, so um but yeah, going down my YouTube list, the next things, so my initial column was YouTube mixes, and then the remaining part of my like YouTube homepage is just all recommended stuff. So this is what YouTube's saying, you know, hey Joey, like you're going to love this because we tell you you love it, and if not, you're a terrible human being. Yeah, they don't say that, but um, it's, it's implied. Uh-huh. So, the first thing that's recommended, and this is, this is I'm, you know, I'm gonna give you full disclosure, it's gonna turn, like, real nerdy and weeby in here in a second, like, real fast. So the first video, uh, is called, uh, No One Understands the Elite Four. Dash, the greatest overpowered Pokemon trainers from Nuxtaku. Uh, yeah, so Nuxtaku, he's, like, a big anime video essay guy. Very smart, he uses, like, some characters, he uses, like, uh, like a cartoon character, editing stuff, uh, pretty cool to, for him. how he, uh, does his video essays and explains his parodies and analysis and does all that stuff, Pretty entertaining dude, talks mainly about anime, I love anime, so, you know, makes sense for you to have him, or, you know, um, makes sense for this video to show up, I guess, I should say. Uh, next video is Death of a Hollywood Movie Musical from Liz- Lindsay Ellis. So, Lindsay Ellis, yeah, uh, that video does not look that enticing. I mean, the thumbnail itself looks kind of sleepy, it makes you want to sleep, so, eh, yeah, maybe I'll watch it, maybe I will go to sleep. Uh, her content's really good, so, uh, it's not really sleep any material. I don't even know why I'm even talking about this. Oh yeah, I'm just going over this list because it's something to do. Number three on this—I don't want to say number three. This is technically number eight, but number three in my recommended list that YouTube thinks they know what I'm talking about. And so far, I would say it's over two. The first video—I think it was mainly for like yeah, the first video talks about Pokemon. Not interested, even though I like anime. The second one's like the Hollywood music, death of Hollywood movie musical. You know, she, she's a good. Uh, youtuber you know video S A S smart person but the subject is not my cup of tea no thank you so number three is yeah ranking and youtubers by their taste in anime tier list from talking so i do have an interest in that video a little bit but that's only because i have like a lot of other youtuber people that i subscribe to although i don't really watch many videos but i still subscribe number four my recommended is some someone that I've never seen before, so that's interesting part of the uh, algorithm. Video called, so this is basically Ruby, also known as uh, RWBY. Uh, I think it's just an overview over that anime. I think that Teeth made. I'm probably not gonna watch that. Just doesn't seem to be interesting to me at this moment. Number five, uh, just talks about just thunderstorms. Number six, Larry Bird would fight, talk trash, tell you where he would, make his shot, and win against you. That's literally the title of the video. I'm actually, I know it sounds so lame, but I probably am going to watch this after. The next video, actually number seven, yes, I'm just looking down. That's it's going to be called, What Happened to you Zoe Berger? Say us say her name. What happened to Zoe Berger? Z-Z-O-I-E-B-U-R-G-H-E-R. I don't understand who this person is and why is it spelled so weird. This is one of those things where, like, depending on where you're gro- like where you're grown up from and your like status, like if you're poor, like Zoe Burger sounds like trash, and if it's like you come from an affluent family, then Zoe Burger sounds like it's like really ritzy. Very interesting. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, the video is called "What Happened to Zoe Burger: The Sad Truth Behind a Destructive Persona" from the Right Opinion. So I'm interested in this guy's content but not interested in this specific piece of content. So it's a dilemma. Do I want to watch him versus his material? This one I'm very close with. I I might save that for later. Yeah, I'm saving that for later. The next. Number seven? Eight. Number eight. On this recommended list is explaining every member of the Charlotte family. Big Mom's 85 children explained. One Piece. This is a 42-minute video explaining. This is a One Piece character, like boss, like max-level boss here. Big Mom. What? Like this? It's got 200, 250, 000 views. Explains the 85 children Big Mom's had. Yeah, that's a lot of. That's a lot of kids. Jeez. Jeez Louise. How old is this lady? How many kids is she having? 45 kids. She's having kids like at the age of 15, can't you like technically have a kid? Let's just say out of 10 kids, maybe one of those, one of those pregnancies has twins. So 10 pregnancies, 11 kids on average. I know that still seems absurd, I'm probably eyeballing that. No, I'm gonna keep it solo, so if she had 45 pregnancies, then... Sorry, 85 pregnancies. Before I get 45, 85 pregnancies. She'd have to be, like, 80 years old. Assuming that, like, she gets a kid every nine months, she can speed up on this process, right? In, yeah, like, 60 years, she's got to be, like, 15, 18. Yeah, she's got to be, like, in her 80s. How do you have that many kids? Okay. Enough. Enough of me sounding like a complete buffoon right now. Uh, number nine. How Teen Judas Adopt... No, it's how Teen Titans Adopt the Judas Contract... Yeah, I don't have any interest in Teen Titus at all. Teen Titans at all. As a matter of fact, I've even said their name wrong twice in the last two sentence and misplaced the name of the title. Zero, zero F's given here. Number 10? Yes, number 10. The problem with horror anime a Mother's Basement. Ooh, I like that. That is something that interests me. I don't have an interest in horror anime specifically, but I'm very interested in knowing his logic, I guess, his reasoning. Like, these are the type of videos I like to listen to more so these days. There's people rambling and talking, which feels kind of ironic, or or it almost feels like we've gone full circle here. I'm um, well actually, hopefully you're, you're not listening at all, you're sleeping. Uh, number 11. This is actually not even a video. it's just YouTube recommends me watching some summary lo-fi and jazz hip-hop live radio 24/7. Now, I quit I quit the lo-fi radio probably about like the 25 30 minute mark and I'm gonna to keep it put keep it off around there. Too much lo-fi is might keep you awake but I can sleep to rain forever. as a matter of fact I might even have a waking up problem when it rains. so I love the rain. okay. Number 12 of my YouTube recommended, which is actually the last recommended as well. Video called, Why Were 11 Players Drafted Before Marshawn Lynch? Somewhat piques my interest. The thing is, this is an NFL video. Like, I, like most of these recommended are either, like, somewhat relevant to what I am looking for, I guess. Or they're from, like, a subscriber that I've had previously. But this is, like, just from the NFL. And I don't know. I just don't... I don't think NFL really does their, their YouTube that well. Like, they have some cool stuff, like some videos, but it's not, like, the stuff I would normally watch. Like, I, me personally, I'd like to watch just more people who tend to have a hyper-focus on a team or just a sport that just love to talk about it so much uh, that, that I, I don't know, I feel like their... I don't want to say their their opinions and stuff are more valid, but I feel like there is some room for, room for, for validity and me as someone who likes to kind of think more outside the box at times and like for me like if i have my own nfl team and i would try to see if i can like crowdsource my way to like figuring out like hey you know who would be a great offensive coordinator based off of this style and, uh, and there just seems to be a lot more people that if you go on reddit or twitter or like a lot of even inside sources that that you know like the things that need to fix with with either coaching or the types of players that fit certain coaching styles and it seems like for most players, and even in NFL, NBA, or in most coaching situations, it's all about the ability to utilize a player based off of their talent and skills, or even find ways to create new plays, or you know, work work things around a particular athlete's talents versus the other way around, where the athletes have to mesh into a particular system. Uh, you know, it just seems like most coaches still tend to go after the latter rather than the former so you know i think that's been changing a lot more especially for like the nfl uh with i think st louis has done a good good job with this especially with like their offensive scheming but i only know a little bit about that stuff i wish i really need to read like an nfl coaching book so i can speak more to it but uh you know there's just so many different factors when it comes to like coaching or even just running a team but i just think like there's just so much data, and there's so many eyeballs, and there's so many knowledgeable people that have, that can pick a very specialized focus and potentially bring value to an to an organization. And you might not even need to have like a ridiculous like NFL pedigree. You might just need to have kind of like a foundational baseline experience, you know, just as a starting point but um okay that was just me like rambling about more nonsense whatever it's fine but uh yeah that was my top 12 recommended videos on youtube and i honestly thought that was going to take me to the end of the podcast but it's not And you know that's fine um and i guess i was like i said i like to keep these around an hour long so i guess i'm just going to give you some closing words kind of I guess, before you go to sleep, my thoughts on on random things. Like, one of the random things I wanted to talk about was, well, my first episode, and man, my first episode was 15 15 minutes long, and even looking back, you know, I'm just glad I just posted it, regardless of how terrible it is, because now I can look back and be like, oh, you know, that was me back even five days ago, how terrible that was. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say that first episode was terrible, even though I just said it twice, but in, in the respect of me learning how to actually improve the show quality a little bit over time. You know, like every video, like I said, I try to keep improving the quality, but, um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of all that I wanted to mention. I thought I had more of a rant ready, but I didn't. You know, generally when it comes to these closing words, it's usually something written up or something that you can read off of. but again for me like i actually have trouble like memorizing a lot of things like like longer winded statements and when it comes to like presenting or when it comes to uh i guess giving a speech with like information that i give in or just doing a report in front of a crowd it probably takes me i'd say three to five times longer than most other people because i have to keep pretending the conversations going on in my head and have to present in a way to where i'm not forgetting the words so it's more or less memorization and and i don't know i feel like my my memorization gap is a lot lower than most people um maybe maybe it just comes to like these speeches but uh, i really don't know how actors can just memorize a whole play or maybe maybe i'm off base i should just google it but uh, you know i don't really get how You know, how people could just memorize whole plays and, you know, every line verbatim, how to say it nonstop. Like, I feel like I know it's something that you can learn, if that makes sense. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'll just take, like, a focus pill and just improve memorization, but, you know, it's it's tough. And that's why I really don't like having, like, long prompts or things to say when I'm talking. And uh, when I, you know, if I expand into other video forms outside of like a podcast or something else that's something that you know i'm writing my notes down to myself it's like something i need to improve on and it's something that i can work on over time and it's not something that i'm going to try to you know make better overnight and that's one of the things i've learned growing up is that you know, when i was younger i can dedicate you know 16 to 20 hours a day and sleep four hours into one thing as long as i wasn't working and i could just push things off without any responsibilities, but it's a little bit tougher now, um, especially if I just wanted to go away, have to, like, let people know, have to, like, cancel plans with other people that spent a lot of time making plans for me, you know, around that time and, uh, you know, and you start weighing a little bit more on, like, you know, valuing time and other other people's times, or at least so I hope. Um, and, you know, it's, and you know, this is just my opinion, and it just depends on, like, the person, like, someone else doesn't really value their time and they don't they don't respect your time then you kind of should treat them the way they would like to they would like to be treated you know the golden rule i guess which isn't really a positive instance I give in instance i've given but you know you can kind of use that as your own little uh compass of kind of how you should kind of react around other people and um or at least in regards to like timing and stuff that's what i mean but like yeah and same with golden rule stuff you know treat others how you would like to be treated which is kind of weird because I always like to be a little bit snarky and no one really appreciates that. But I would like to be treated a little bit snarky once in a while. I know it's fun. It's being cheeky. Yeah, maybe that's just me. But yeah. Uh, if you guys have any questions, suggestions, and I completely forgot to mention this too, but on Twitter, like I said, I finally got graphics. You might see, like, artwork finally. The podcast might finally launch. I like, middle of feud i'm excited i'm excited you guys can like keep but if, if you listen to this on youtube subscribe on youtube i guess or not it's, it's new or hop on uh the ipods the podcast or whatever or just go on uh com and see if the latest uh, podcast episodes are available to download depending on when like i said you listen to this um and I'll do my best job next time to semi prepare a closing outro. I don't know, I'm terrible with like these intro and ex like outro transitions. I think I think I've gotten a little bit better with like medium transitions, at least from what I've been studying and looking at other videos. As long as I have like a definitive pause or something that goes on it helps. But the outros, man, they're brutal. And like when I tried uploading uh like adding Add it to like sounds and music like audacity like freezes up after i added like a fifth type of like song or like audio file in a, in like my main library so i have to find like a different audio thing too so okay now you caught me rambling again and hopefully this last ramble is the one that'll keep you in dreamland